me away from my message. Again. So restructure your class to that. Because those children who are older than eight, they hear me more than some who are grandfathers. And really I think my message is more effective for people like them than those who are older. In a short time, I'll be getting some of them at the age of nine to come and teach in the adult church. Please, Pastor, uh, Elder, from today, any child over nine, let them stay in my class. Eight downwards, take care of them. Tell them in cathedral. Phone them before I get there, please. Now, there's something I've been sharing with you since last week. First of all, let me say thank you for your affection to me last week, son. I think last week, son, it was my, my birthday celebration. It was cooktastic. Beginning from Friday, those of you who attended the praise night, just to thank God and celebrate my life, celebration will never end in your life too. Yeah. And because you have sown that seed to me, God will always occasion people to celebrate you as well. You will be well appreciated on earth and thereafter. And on Sunday, those of you who stretch your hands, really over the past one month, members of this church have been giving me gifts. Even a child of eight walked to me in the pulpit, not this Sunday, this Sunday before, and said, Apostle, I have a gift for your birthday. Because you have been mindful of me and you have sown seed into my life, I will say to you that the one who appeared unto me will give you harvest. If indeed he appeared unto me, my word will come to pass over you. Now, because, let me say this. You, a, a shepherd of God is given a mandate by God to be mindful of his flock on a daily basis. And I tell you in this house, every day, I present your case before God every morning. There's no morning I wake up. I don't even remember to pray for my own child, children, because in praying for you, I've covered them. They are all members of this church. Now, when I pray, anytime I kneel down, within 15 minutes of my kneeling down, praying God for anything, I will mention mem- all members of Christ with Amanaku globally. And also, when you have celebration, you, I always feel compelled that I should be there because it will be a great honor for you. Even if I don't preach. So your naming ceremony, I will endeavor to go. Your birthdays, I will endeavor to go if you invite me. Yes, that is if you have told me before. And uh, if you are bereaved, I will be there for you and so on. So, now if I do that to you, you are a debtor. Oh, yes. I'm your father and I must tell you what is scripture. I give you my money when I do my function to only once in a year. You must return back to me in kind. Okay? You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a multi-millionaire yet, but the little I have, when you are celebrating, I will give something to you. I won't give you a card. Nobody can stand up here and say that I'm supposed to give me a card. I'm not a card person. It is mommy who read card. All the cards you gave me, mommy read them. I need to tell you, because I've told you before my birthday that I don't want you to buy me belts. I don't want to buy me anything. And I did that purposely because every one of you, need, I won't talk to you about giving. 
I think um, uh, Dr. Lockhart did a teaching the last day before he went about taking care of the shepherd. And that lecture, I didn't pray for you. You want God to open door for you. The Bible says that without, without me, he won't visit you or blessing you. Because I preach the word of God and I speak to your life, the Bible says that those who take care of you spiritually, it says financially sow into their lives is a command. That's what it says. Because apostles also can go and look for a job in the city and work in various organizations. So that on Sunday, maybe once in the morning, we just minister to you. But when a person gives his life to ministering the word of God, the Bible says that don't tell him thank you with belts or with cards. It says anything you have, even if it is five pounds you have, that's what you are able to. And you know that in your heart, in your ability, that's all you got. You must sow that seed into your father's life. You are just like my early children. None of my early children can come to me on my function day and give me a card. I will send him back. Because what I put into your life is more than giving me a card. So are you in the house. What does that do for you? Even if I keep my mouth shut, the one who commanded you to do that will bring you harvest. You cannot harvest oranges when you sow walnuts. I will together now. So I say to you that those of you who have blessed me financially, I have told God who controls the tree of finance. He will reciprocate to you in heavy harvest. Amen. I will together now. And if you haven't done so, you can still do so. Yeah, I'm your father. It's because I don't look at who gave words. If I have a list of names of people who gave me, those who didn't give me, I will stand at the door and I'll tell you that. Yes, it's my right. It is my right, you know. But unfortunately, even his mommy who opened it for me, because I didn't have time, I was doing my assignment and I got A anyway. <laughs> I won't bother you by letting Pastor read the results of my assignment in my birthday are now to you. Because you had read one to you uh, at the beginning of the month on uh, European single market. Really, my submission has become the best in Liverpool University. And um, it is, there is a deliberation now to public, publish it in the journals of, uh, you know, um, both institutional arbitrators and um, charter legal executives. Uh, but then, the one that I got last week and this week is even more. It's more than that. Uh, it is a good thing for me to share these things with you now. Because especially now, what God told me to teach you is that you are not an ordinary child. You are not an ordinary child. I think I will not leave this lecture until you function in what God is saying. Now... Today, the next 15 minutes, let me help us understand the time and season that we are living in. This time and season is called the end time. When I read to you from the book of Acts uh, 7:17 last week, I showed you the first verse in 17 says, At the time drew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of the people in Egypt greatly increased. And I told you 
that Egypt, from biblical understanding, is it typifies this world. Do you get me now? That is Egypt. Anytime you read the Bible and you read the word Egypt, he's talking about symbolically. He's talking about the world. And anytime you read about the Israel, the people of Israel, he's talking about Christians. Because the covenant of God with Abraham is the covenant of God with Christ. Alright? That is the promises God made to Abraham if we put it in Christ. Galatians tells us that. Chapter 3. And uh, when you hear the, the words sea and ocean and waters, it talks about the turbulence of life. So when you read how God attends to all those things, they are metaphorically representing what I've told you. So the Bible says here that as the time drew near for God to fulfill his covenant, the number of, the number of people in Israel rapidly grew. Now, can I say this to you? This day that we are, the fastest growing religion on earth is Christianity. It's not Islam at all. At all. At all. All the press all over the world are instruments of Satan. They are trained by the devil to lie and deceive the world. I will say this on CNN and on BBC. They are all machinery of Lucifer. I can argue this from intellectual. Why have they been misleading us over the past few years? On decisions making. They are the one who misled us on, on um, Brexit. They are the one who misled in America. That there is uh, you know uprising in America now. Alright? Because a man now has come to America who will not obey their, their nonsense. Who will not dance to their rubbish tune. A man who will destroy all the lies of the devil that he has set both the United Nations... And also in the presses all over the world. A man who would forcefully bring the people back to what the Bible says. And a man who bases his operation on the premise that America is a Christian nation full stop. I pray that God will raise the next man in England. Who will stand and say, Britain is a Christian nation and that's it. Somebody will know it politically correct. And so, the press had painted that Islam is growing. It's not. We have many Muslims getting born again, even from the family of Fad is in Saudi Arabia, even Kaaba. They are doing in Kabadah's stone. There are Christians who gather their princes, praying in tongues every day. We are in connection with all of them. Top guys in the Hezbollah getting born again. And they are speaking about Jesus Christ. So Jesus, according to the word of God, Christianity is the fastest growing religion on earth today. Because when the time comes to fulfill his covenant with Jesus Christ, the number of God's children will rapidly grow. That's where we are. But then he says, during that period too, uh, it says in the next verse, Then another king knew, uh, not, who knew nothing about Joseph, became a ruler of Egypt. So in England, in Europe, formerly in the, in the 80s, in the, in the um, uh, 17th century, 18th century, 19th century, the rulers of this country, they knew the God of Israel. The forefathers of Britain wrote the law of nations, the basis for the law of nations, and they wrote it from the scriptures. And the whole world, 
you know, was, you know, they contagious. it. So the legal system, the English legal system, have formed the base of legal system all over the world. All right? And that is what is developed into trying to help people as a standard of morality. Same thing with America. When America was formed, it was formed on the scriptures. George Washington told them several declarations. But if you look at the same thing with France, because you have people like Nostradamus from France. Nostradamus is not a medium. He was a child of God. The, 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 the television people tried to pre- pre- present Nostradamus as a medium. He's not. The guy didn't look at Kabbalah magic. He was praying and reading the Bible. And same thing with all these inventors, Florence Nightingale and the rest of them. You know, Mr. Boots, who owned the boot chemist. They were solid believers who committed their life to serving Jesus Christ. Spent time praying, preaching the gospel, and they succeeded. And their success lasts for hundreds of generations till today. But let me say this to you. Another father. Okay? And what they did was, they dealt treacherously with Egyptian, the Israelites. That's the reason why all this liberalism rose in the history of the United Kingdom. And it, it rose as if it is a, a, a simulation of the Bible. Let us help the poor. Yes, that's all where it became from. And then let the poor have a mouth. That's what it began from. And then let the woman have a mouth. And then they began to preach things that are not. Oh, women are... It looks sensible. Or rather, the child is also equal to his mother. Uh, or his father. Are you with me now? And so, they now came to the place where they said, well, everybody is right. That is the extreme of liberalism. So in saying everybody is right, then homosexual is right to think the way he thinks. Pedophiliacs are right to think the way they think. A prostitute can be a prostitute. After all, that's what she wants to be. And incest is a good practice. A father can just live with his daughter. It doesn't matter. All right? And a woman can just in the married home start sleeping with all men around her. It doesn't matter. Even if the husband knows he can't do anything. That is what the law is going into. That is what liberalism means. A man in authority can use authority to just oppress other women and begin to have sex with them. It doesn't matter. That is liberalism. That's where the devil wants to go. But thank God for Jesus. He rose a man called Trump. Who would trump down. All the wine press. I will follow him. Blind people will not. I told them yesterday that Trump is not a mistake and neither is he a strange person. I have seen him 2008. This is 2016. Eight years before he was appointed, the Lord revealed him to me. And I spoke it and told you and described him to you, church. I've been looking for that tape so that the world may know it now. That we are not in darkness. If you serve God, he will keep you in darkness. So we can't be crazy like those who are foolish. Protesting over what God has instituted. The woman who said, over my dead body will Trump reign. She died on the 7th of November and Trump won on the 8th. The press are not talking about that. The most influential woman in America. Yes. She came publicly and said that over my dead body will Trump win. 
She died on the 7th and Trump won on the 8th. And you think that that is coincidence. That is a God in heaven. So when the time came for Jesus to come, ungodly kings took over and those kings now began to oppress Christians. So they make laws against Christianity. They change definition of marriage. They make laws against your children. Your children, they, you know, in, in talking about your, your children's rights, they, they decided to teach them uh, by illicit sex and every, 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 every uh, 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 act of sin that the Bible condemns, they, they, they force you into it by law. And they are teaching your children those things in the, in the, in the, in the school. Even in England now, they're teaching us, they, they, they have introduced witchcraft as a subject. And forcing children to be taught witchcraft as they teach them all the other idol, idol worshipping. It shouldn't be only Christianity. In a Christian nation, you can't go to, 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 to Saudi Arabia and teach Bible in their, in their schools. You can't go to the Gulf state and teach Bible in their schools. And yet, we who call ourselves Christians began to introduce all these all this destructive heresies. In, in our, to our children. Because the Bible says the king came and they dealt with them treacherously. And some of us are in jail because of our Christian values. Some of us are jobless. Some of us are sacked in the office because we mentioned Jesus Christ, but a Muslim can mention his, his Quran and mention his uh, practice and he will go scot free. Nobody dare touch him in a Christian. And he entered. This is telling us in the end time. If we sit down to expose what the devil has done in United Kingdom only, every foolish man on the street will know that this world is coming to an end soon. Because it cannot continue this way. It cannot continue this way. But let me say to you, what am I saying this to you for? Because I want to understand God's own plan. Uh, in the time that they were dealing with them so terribly like in this time, the Bible says in verse uh, 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 um, 2020, at that time Moses was born. You are born at this time for a purpose. You are not an ordinary child. That's why I'm talking to you. At that time Moses was born. Look, anybody who tells me under heaven that I'm a born again and you don't have understand what I'm saying, as far as I'm concerned, you are not born anywhere. You cannot say you are a member of a father's family if this is your father. And he has a family, he has a home. And he trained all of you to go and work and you get, you know, degree and all stuff like that. He, he lavishes money over you. Okay? And in his lifetime, he said, okay, everybody come and take care of the estate. And you have nothing to contribute to the development of your father's estate. Then that child is illegitimate. That child is illegitimate. A Christian who lives in this time, who just thinks that I'm just living to die. You are out of God's record. Because you, ha- you, are, you, are, you, are, you have presented yourself unimportant to God's economy, totally useless to the estate of God and to the institution God has instituted, to the very purpose of heaven, and how would you dare expect to share with him in death? It will not happen, I tell you. It will not happen. Look, we came from Israel just uh, uh, two weeks ago. We saw the road that Jesus walked after being baptized, and he went to the wilderness to be tempted. It was two and a half hours drive. Five days trekking over mountains and hills. That very scripture in chapter 4 of Matthew is not just he was baptized here and then he went to, he was baptized in New Cross. He went to Peckham to the wilderness. No, he trekked five days. I would mean now. We saw the road to Damascus where Paul trekked 
Hundreds of miles to reach Damascus, where Jesus appeared to him. All right? We went to the Galilee where Jesus preached. Massive, eight miles wide, 22 miles long. And Jesus, by his foot, walked around the 22 miles in length, which means the circumference would be, you know, um, four times 22 divided by or whatever. Are you with me now? Now, Jesus tried those places. You see, we're, we, I can tell you, those who served Jesus Christ were massacred. They didn't die and somebody conducted their funeral. Some of them, their remains were not found. We were told that Philip died in, in Turkey. And um, uh, 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 Peter was crucified upside down. They nailed him to the cross. John, who wrote Revelation, they, they put him, carried him alive and threw him in boiling oil. Fry. He did not fry. When they could not, they could not fry him, they, they now banish him to our land of Patmos. It was there he wrote the book of Revelation. Now let me say something to you. Do you think those guys, you know, will serve God the way they serve God, and you and I will come to the same church, do nothing, mean nothing, die for nothing, and expect to go to glory? That is the deception of Satan. There is something in you that God created in you. For the purpose of his work on earth, that's it. You cannot go to God and say you have nothing. You have something in you. You have head. You have brain. You have eyes. You have hands. You have legs. When the time came and the church of God was oppressed, Moses are born in that situation. You are the Moses born today. You are the Moses born today. Let me give you some further evidences. Someone is saying that, what are you talking about? How can, well, how can we know that this is the end time different from before? Look at the book of Isaiah 60. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, or rises upon you. Then in verse 2 said, Behold, or see, darkness covers the earth, and that is the government. United Nations, government of nations, darkness covers them. You know, when they are fighting all this war in Libya, in Iran, in Iraq, it is what they want us to know. They are telling us. And we discover that it's lie. They told us that Saddam Hussein has nuclear weapon. They killed him, destabilized his country, and all our taxpayers' money from England was spent for nothing, wasted. All right? To assassinate a man and destabilize the whole region, now costing the taxpayers of Europe and America billions and trillions because they can't manage it. All right? Only to come and tell us that it was a lie. Somebody should pay for it. Under equity and justice, somebody should build the cart. Okay? We mustn't be fooled any longer. The Bible says, Darkness will cover the earth. Not only the earth. That is the rulers. But thick darkness over the people. And the thick darkness over the people comes through news agencies. Confusing you, lying to you, deceiving you. But because the people do not know the will of God. They do not seek themselves to read the scriptures. 
Some go to church and they never know the Bible. But they can argue any other thing. But Bible they don't know. How can you say you are a believer and you don't know the manual? Someone cannot take you up on the streets and argue with you about the Bible and you know what to say. I didn't go to Bible college. I teach professors of Bible by reading the Bible. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will teach you, but He can't teach you what you did not read. Some people, their Bible is dusted. Come to church every Sunday, they find you again. Wasting your time, my friend. Better you don't come at all. You are not an ordinary child. You have a role in the family of God. It is a role that the God of the family compels you to do and equip you. It says, the Lord what? Come on now. Say it loud. I'm going back to Bristol. This is not headquarters. Is it general headquarters? Okay. Read with me. Either from your palm, because I don't know whether technology now has been advanced that some people's hands, when they press their hand like this, something will just, Bible will appear there. Maybe they will come to that later on. But today, let's look at this and all those papa papa pa, pa, you are carrying. It says, see, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the people, but... The Lord rises upon Say it again. The Lord rises upon I'm only hearing a few of you reading this. Say it again. The Lord rises upon Who did the Lord rise over? Who did he rise upon? Me. That was a man called Samson. He was not an ordinary child. Alright. He was going with his father. And then he saw a lion. A young male lion. And the Lord rises upon him. He back off. And faced that lion. He tore the lion with his hands. A young man. Then a few days after they were passing. And he saw that that carcass. Bees have entered the carcass and it has formed bees. He took some of the bees, honey, honey, sorry, honeycomb, and the honey. He went to his dad and said, Dad, can you take honey? It's, the Bible says he did not tell them how it happened. <laughs> when the Lord rises upon a man, he empowers the man to do supernatural things. Hello, man. But you have to know you are not an ordinary child. There are many people who are so brilliant, they can run countries more than those who are there now, but they did nothing with their head. They did nothing with their head. Some people are cleaners in big offices, but they can run that office more than the MD. But because they didn't do anything with their head, and the MD do just little with his head, he became the MD. The chief executive. I would get it now. You will manifest. Yeah. As I want to know where you are, what you are, and who you are. God is waiting for you to change things in Britain. This is where we are established. And for Christians who are hearing me all over the world, wherever you are established on earth, God wants you to make a change there. I will get there now. 
So the Lord rises upon us. We'll talk about that some other time. Maybe next Sunday. I'll go deep into that. But let's see, therefore, the Bible says about this boy, God did not send him when the whole world would be God. He sent him when they were oppressing God's people. All right. Then he says at that time Moses was born, he was a, a, he was no ordinary child. For three months he was carried by, uh, for uh, cared for by his father in his father's house. I've told you, I've explained that to you last week. Then he says in verse 22, 21. Now uh, when when he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up. As her own son. I want to stop at verse 22. Let me say this to you. When ordinary children are born, God born give birth to them in troubled times. Jesus was sent when Herod was oppressing Israel. We went to the the, the empire of, of Herod. Physically, we stood there. We walked in the empire of Herod, which they built when they were oppressing Jesus Christ, Herod the Great. His two main edifices. We went there physically on this trip. They've excavated it and he's all there standing. The same place. That man, Herod, was wicked. He killed everybody who can oppose him in his own family. He's not supposed to be king because he's not from royal family. He became king by, by bribery and corruption of Rome. So when he became king, he now looked at who can contest with me. He started killing all of them. He would appoint them and he killed them. In a short time, he slaughtered everybody. You know, like what is happening in the other place where they are trying to do nuclear weapons. I didn't mention his name. Nope. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That young boy now. Yes, sir. Uh, if you don't understand me, be looking at news. <laughs> when he first became the king, he first came King Kong. The one that... <laughs> The one that can uh, do him. Uh, that was what Herod did. He killed everybody. So, no wonder when Jesus was born and he heard that another king has been born, he went in rampage looking to kill him. God gave birth to special children in the time of trouble. Let me say, in families, when families are troubled, God will send his child there, a promised child. All right. A family has been by poverty from poverty to poverty to poverty. God will send a child there, a promised child, who will be born in poverty but has a mandate to change the destiny of the family. God sends special children when there is turbulence. You are the special child sent to England in this time of turbulence of the United Kingdom. That's why I want all my children to listen to me. Eh? The great lesson you learn from here is this. The same weapon that Satan has been using to oppress them is the same weapon God used to take Moses to destiny. The place where they want to kill him, God carried him through the river into that house. Do you know why they, they adore Moses so much? Pharaoh worshipped Nile. So when Pharaoh's daughter saw a child coming from the river, no father, no mother, According to their belief, he is the child of the God. The God sent this one. Olubumi. That's what they call it in Nigeria. The river killed me. Abeosunbumi, they call The river brought this. So when she carried that boy, 
It must be with fear and trembling and respect. This is a God. So when she brought the boy into the palace, Pharaoh had to bow. Because we know your own father. We know your mother. We know your father. This one is, is the God that sent him. That is the same person who set out to kill him. God now made him God over them. All your trouble and sorrow will become the ladder of your promotion. Everything that the devil has been throwing against you, God will use to take you to destiny. This is the God we serve for you. For you. For you. Someone says that why is Apostle William not afraid? Why should I be afraid? <laughs> Tell me why I should be afraid. Huh? Why should I be afraid? I know the one who created and controlled the universe. I know the one now. You now know the one. Who, if he says that you rule a nation, either you abuse them, you dirty them, you hear them, you reward them, all of them will say, rule over us. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> oh, my. In your lifetime, it has happened. We will not let him over my dead body. And he died. So others, they are careful what they say. Those who are protesting, they are just wasting their time. Because the people paying them to protest, their own children are in palaces enjoying. Foolish men, they are on the street protesting. Some of them will be dead. Some of them will be maimed and killed. Nobody will remember them. Don't join the group of protesters. Join the group of those who control. Okay? So therefore, my time is gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, when he placed, he was placed outside Pharaoh's daughters, took him. And you know something? Where they said they are looking for his life, is the same place where God raised them. With their money, with their resources, they raised their enemy. Because it was not an ordinary child. I mean, if anybody tried to intellectually argue what I'm saying, the question to it is this. How can a child who has no genealogy in the history of kingship of Egypt be looked upon as the next pharaoh? Above the child to the throne. It's because they saw him as God. They didn't see him as man. This one is part of us, but it is the God we serve in the river that brought him. If you want to know what happened beyond, this is the one you talk to. Huh? So they nurtured them, they groomed them. But the last verse 22, let's see what it says. Moses was what? Read it together. Uh-huh. Don't live in this country. I don't know the history of this country. Go Google. History of Great Britain. Read it like you read Bible. Okay? Culture of this country. Google it. Read it as you read Bible. Alright? You cannot say that you are having church in, in New Cross. You don't know the history of New Cross. If you don't have the knowledge of the country you are living in, living in you know, your, the height you can go in this country is limited. Huh? 
Those who are MPs, many of you are more educated than them. You read this advocate, read that advocate. You collect so many advocates sitting down here. Get out with your advocate and get to that place. The first day I saw an 18-year-old child in Lucian Council, counselor, I said to myself, who is me? He didn't go to university. It's not by certificate the appointment counselor. And if you don't have certificate, you can become the mayor. It is people who appoint you because you are active in the activity of the neighborhood. You are not living in neighborhood Bunduku and going Bunduku. You are active in the community and you also are shouting for the community. Who should shout for community if you are not born again? Yeah, I'm fed up of people tonguing and nothing happening. Okay? You pray in tongues, do something. Don't just be saying that, do something. Because when you are speaking to God, God is speaking to you. What has He spoken to you? Do something with it. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Know about the nation you are and educate yourself about the field that you are. If you're a carpenter, Look, look at this door now. They fixed it last Sunday. Do you see that it's different from the one that is surrounding it? You can tell. The person who fixed our frame before, only God have mercy. Because this one they just fixed now. Look very professional, clean and stand, standard. If you come to cathedral, you see excellence. Because the people who built it, they learn the work, they know the work, the job, and they qualified. The one who is a carpenter is a real carpenter. The one who is a plumber is a real plumber. The one who is a painter, ah, look at the Hall of Mirrors. I went to see them when they were painting it. They used brush that you use in painting book to paint the red strip in Hall of Mirrors. I said, this guy knows his job. Okay? You don't go today. Do have certificates in painting. You didn't qualify. Tomorrow, you are going to plumber. Do another half certificate in plumbing. You didn't qualify. Then you go to electricianship. I mean, what are you doing with that? If all those small, small certificates you are gathering, you face only one thing. You will have gotten diploma. You will have left. Certificate, 20 certificates is equal to certificates. <laughs> diploma is higher than certificates. Yeah? So if you are spending 15 years with one certificate here, one certificate if you have used that 15 years to face one thing, you will have done PhD. In it. Don't have a form of doing something. Be resultful because you are not an ordinary child. Amen. Lives are waiting on you. Nations are waiting for you. Don't look at yourself down at all. Whatever you are good in, Put your head into it to the, to the end. That you will know it to the place you are by everybody in that field will be afraid of you. Are you with me now? Yes, sir. Someone said that my head no read book. Then, learn work. God did not create a useless man. If you can't read books, you will have a skill that you can learn with your hands. The Bible says we should work with our hand, not with our head. Okay? So those of you who decide to read with your head, if you cannot translate that head knowledge to hand knowledge, you won't get money. Am I saying something here? So, those of us who want to read book, read it to the place that they will drive you away from book reading. Because you read too much. 
Then you will make real money. Real money. They will be begging you for your house to come and earn money. Okay? Those of you who are professionals and you have got your degree two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, twenty years ago, uh-uh, that, that degree has moved on from five years ago. Don't just sit there and be going every day morning you will resume. Read more in that field. Read more. Update yourself. Update yourself. All the journals read. All the journals. You are born to read till you die. Don't you understand that? This book of the law will not depart from what, what your mouth. He said you must meditate upon it day and night and be careful to understand and to know and to master that which is written there. Then he said then you will make your way. Satan don't make you poor. No, you make yourself poor. God don't make you prosper. You make yourself prosper. And what commands it is, who do you lean to? If you lean to the word of God, you will make your way prosperous. That is what the Bible says. If you lean to ignorance and foolishness and, and naivety, you will make yourself bankruptly poor. Hey! Let me tell you something. That boy had wisdom. My time is done. He has wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech. Now, wisdom of God upon him overrides his disability. You know, he was a stammerer. And yet the Bible says he has wisdom and powerful in speech. How can a man who stammers be powerful in speech? And when he met God, he said, God, 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 no, 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 no. I am a stammer. God said, yeah, I made that mouth stammer. Yet, the Bible says before he met God here in Egypt, he was excellent in speech. A man excellent in speech does not stammer. Yes, I think it's because he met what is beyond him. Samaraki. <laughs> Hallelujah. When he was full of knowledge, he didn't stammer because he was just flowing. But when he met God beyond his knowledge, what, what shall, shall, shall I, 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 I see? <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. But you know something about special children? Look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Special children. This is the... This is the Crown of special children. It says these four children, young, young men, to these four young men, God gave what? Knowledge and understanding and all kinds of what? In all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams. You know, God gave this young man what? Knowledge and wisdom. I think it is peculiar with those who are not ordinary child. Knowledge is available to you. Wisdom is available to you. All right? Am I talking to somebody? But you have to seek it. You are not an ordinary child. Your father created this world, and you don't know about this world. Read. No. When I was a young boy, well, I'm not old now, but I'm trying. In, in, in secondary school, they, they decided to we have options of subjects. So I chose Yoruba, which is my father tongue. All right? So when I chose Yoruba, which is my father tongue, is it father or mother? That around Tanzania. <laughs> it's my mother who gave birth to me, but I bear my father's name. 
Anyway, as they call it in the world, they call it mother tongue. And God is not angry with that. So, my mother tongue. Let me say this to you. So, I went to read about how did my tribe came to be. I'm a science student. Alright? I read about the Asha at, at Surishale Yoruba. That is the culture and the idols of Yoruba land. That is where I knew culture that came from idol worshipping. I would mean that. Look. I delved deep into the, the, the culture of my tribe. No wonder when I went to do crusade now in Ijebu land. I say, I'm a minister from, from England, Apostle Alfred Williams. There is no Yoruba name in my name. So everybody expected the man who was saying, hello, mate, hello, mate. You know, God, mate, yes, yes mate. That's what he expected. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke, and the interpreter interpreted wrongly. I spoke again, interpreted wrongly. I said, stop, you now speak English. I now began to speak in Yoruba. When I began to speak in Yoruba, they have to look for interpretation of what I'm saying. Because I was speaking deep. Dialect. Somebody in the congregation, an old man, put his hand on his head. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I was not talking Yoruba that all these young people know. I was speaking the deep Yoruba. And expressing my languages in similes and metaphors of Yoruba land. Yet it's from England. If I did not study it in, in, this, in this secondary school, how will I know it? Where is your interest? Your God created was study about this world. Look at First, first Chronicles chapter 1, verse 10, I think. We will end up with that. First Chronicles chapter... Um, uh, Second Chronicles, sorry. Second Chronicles. I think it's one ten. Let's look at what it tells us. Let me read from verse seven. It says in verse seven, God appeared to Solomon and said, You want me to do to give you. Solomon answered God. I've shown great kindness on David, my father. And have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise, my father David, be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Then, shall we read it together? Knowledge is power. At young age, you grow gray hair. It's a good thing. If you grow it by reading, not by suffering. I will together. Follow me. To truly follow me. At any age in life, you can make a turnaround to your life. It is possible. Don't read because people are reading. Read something that can add values to your life before you go into a career. All right? Sit down and plan. I told all of you, those of you who are young, 
you can still enter the ladder easily. If you are reading at your mid-age or your old age, don't read what you cannot establish. Are you with me now? Because employment rules in this country, there is a particular age they cannot take you for a particular job. Though that is unconventional according to European Union employment law. I think Article 35 and 36, the function of European Union. But they won't take you. Because the question is this, how many work, life, work years remain in your life that an employer will employ you? You will soon die. If you don't die, your bones will quake or they will retire you. The man who founded Kentucky Fried Chicken, when the calamity happened to him and he has to be struck off legal practice, he sat down and decided that if I say chicken, Nobody will remove you from employment. Every man eat chicken. Every color eat chicken. Chicken is a national global language. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not picking in the village. Chicken, chicken, chicken. No chicken. There are some things that that God created everywhere you find them. You find chicken, it has name in every dialect. They didn't import it to any nation before it's there. So the man now sold chicken. He became a multimillionaire. You know what I'm telling you? If you are reading at old age, read something you can practice. Those of you who are still young, read so many things. Both what you can practice and what you can use to intimidate this world. Am I saying senses? If they talk of this, you will draw it out. You have it. They didn't know. If they go this way, you draw the certificate. They didn't know you have it. You came in with one, okay? And as you are rising, and they are looking for somebody who is more qualified. The people you have met there who have been working there for 20 years, they don't have the qualification. You just came there for two years. Said, for this qualification, we need this. You bring it out. We need this. You bring it out. And then you say, hold it. I even have another one you need that you didn't mention. You bring it out. <laughs> so that, yeah, once you have entered... All right, you become, you know, indelible. Knowledge is power. But you know what God did to this man? The next verse is, read it together. God said, I don't go to therefore, go to the first one. What appealed to you first in this statement? God said to Solomon, since you, since this is your what? I'm talking to your heart today. That's what I'm talking to you. When, what's the difference between your heart and mind? When you, when you desire something and you didn't pursue it, it's the desire in your mind. That's the major difference. What is in your heart you go for to the last drop of your blood? Never give excuses why you can get it. Are you with me now? But when you're giving excuses why you can't attain something, it's, got, it's still in your mind. It hasn't sunk into your heart. God don't deal with mind. He deals with what? Heart. 
Now it says here, since in your heart is your desire, all right, and God gives desires of the heart. And another thing important here is that you desire, you did not ask for wealth, riches, honor. That's what many people ask for. You don't need those things. You will never get it really. Because we don't get the wisdom and knowledge. <laughs> it is wisdom and knowledge that bring wealth and honor. He says here, you didn't ask for money, honor, riches and stuff. And you didn't ask for the death of your enemies. And since you have not asked, since you have not asked for long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people. Then he says, therefore, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom and knowledge will be given and will also be given wealth. What God says here is clear. When you are given wisdom and knowledge, it brings wealth and riches and honor. I will talk to you more about that next week. But go back to that verse, verse um, 11. You must get this clear. Therefore, 11 I said, since you did not ask for the death of your enemies, God says. You know, somebody who says that, God, do it for me too, so that I can show them. You will remain where you are till death. God is not doing it for you to show anybody. You don't understand what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is that you're a member of the family of God. What is your portion here? What is your portion? They want to give money for this. You are complaining. They want to give money for that. You are complaining. It's because you don't have nothing. You are not supposed not to have. You are a child of God. He gave you head. He gave you brain. He gave you blessing. I prophesy about you every day. Every day. Do something with my prophecy. Your heart. Okay? And focus on one thing. Capture it. Then you will see my word will come to pass. One of the members in this church gave a testimony this week. I've shared that testimony. She's sitting with me. She's sitting down here now. Uh, uh, is it, uh, this is November, I think. She, this is November. <laughs> she, she lost her job suddenly. An accountant she is. She's got her master's. And she was doing internship. Internship is like training contract for lawyers and doctors and stuff. Whatever. And then she did one of the top exams remaining for her. And she failed. And that company sacked her. Okay? I'm saying this testimony for you to understand. When I prophesy over you, it can't happen to everybody. But it, it does happen to some people. The people it happen to are people whose hearts are connected with me. And they run with their hearts. Their life is going like this. Boom, boom, boom. Things are happening like that. If you are in this church and you are struggling, you are disconnected from me. Totally. She came to me and said to me that I lost my job. Now, I... I'm in law, and I know what training contract is. It's the toughest to get for any professional. And she got this job in the top accounting firm in this country. Okay? So, I just told her, don't worry, pray for her. It is done. And I traveled to, to Israel. Before I came back from Israel, her director called Barclays Bank, the executive there, and told her them that I have this girl. I want to employ her. They now called her for interview. She went to do the interview. Two other big companies called her for interview because her director called telling people about her. Now, you know the one that is most amazing, which has never happened, is in Guinness Book of Record. The same company that sacked her, the Jesse branch, their branch in Jesse, called her and said, we want to employ you. 
The same, ah, she said, but I was sat here. He said, yes, we know your record. You know, we're the same. We know your record. But I failed my exam. Yes, we will give you employment. That training contract, you will do it with us. It's not subject to pass or fail. Come over here. And we will sponsor it. She took that contract when I came and met me. Because why? She has four companies now that, that she's still waiting. And this other company said that they want her to sign it by Wednesday. I'm here Tuesday. Daddy, what shall I do? I said to her, that place where they said that you will not rule, that is where you will be king. Yeah. Sign it and go. You know, as a daughter, she doesn't want to leave me, you know. Not my blood daughter. But she's my blood daughter because she's my spiritual daughter. I knew all what is her mind. How I can't get a fellowship there. How can I get a church there? I said to her, don't you understand? The Lord said to my Lord, sit down my right hand. Maybe you are the one that God will use to take CFT to Jesse. I don't work by age. Neither do I work by sex or gender. Anybody who is willing. But the mystery is that the same company that sacked her, they didn't tell her to go. They sacked. You know what sacked me now? They are the one now who is begging her that, okay, we will accommodate you. You are good, we know. You are intelligent, we know. Forget about the exam. In this country where people are losing jobs, because she followed my precepts. Eh? She told me some testimonies about me. They asked her, who is your role model? They said, my apostle. So she still told her a little bit about her apostle. Your heart. Your heart. If you are in this house, you are born to rule. Are you with me now? For your heart. Don't devise evil to any man. You will fail if you do that. Anybody who comes to CFT and you are GBT, you will never succeed. I'm not cursing you. I'm telling you. You know what GBT is? Why you? You don't understand what why you is. Bangba, you don't know what Bangba. What one ten? Hello, somebody. If you are here and you mistreat your husband or you mistreat your wife, you cannot prosper. You can't prosper. I guarantee you. You go somewhere else where the overseer beats the wife to stupor. That is where you belong. Are you with me now? What your father did not do, if you do it, you don't belong to that father. I didn't see Jesus beat anybody. Though I was a boxer and a champion, you saw my photograph when I was, um, I looked like Tolotolo in that something. <laughs> but don't, don't dare me at all, you know. Don't dare, dare, dare. <laughs> Let me say this to you. Have I ever slapped one of you? <laughs> I never. Yeah, I never slapped my children. She will tell you that never in my life. Slap my children for what? Slap my children for what? Never. 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 I was sharing with them in uh, 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 um, um, Bristol yesterday. Do you know when the Bible says that Parents should correct children, the rod of correction. For a child who disobeys, not one would mistake. 
You don't, you don't, you don't beat a child. You don't punish a child that made mistake. If you do that, you are a bad parent. The children will grow up unsuccessful. Because the purpose of correction, uh, of, of um, uh, chastise, is correction. Okay? So if your child made mistake, you talk to them. You talk to them like equals. That's how I raise my family. And that's why I'm raising the child like that. Okay? But if you say somebody, don't do this and he did it, don't do it and he did it, then the language to that is, pa. Number one, don't do it again. Does that now, someone says that, well, that's why I dashed my wife. Your wife is out of your pa. You cannot chastise your wife. Neither can you chastise your husband. If you do that, if I bless you, God will not. If I weep over you, God will not even hear me. You know why I'm saying that? That man, Solomon, did not pray for the death of his enemies. And what God is saying here is our heart to one another. If you have a heart to help people, to help the poor, you are a candidate for wealth. But if you have a heart, when people are suffering, you say, serve him right, you will never prosper. If all angels in heaven lay hands on you and beg God to prosper you, it will turn to curse for you. If you are such. So God give wisdom and knowledge to a person who has a good heart. Uh-huh. Are we together now? So therefore, we're going to pray that prayer. Go to verse 11. Go, no, verse 10. It says, give me what? Wisdom and, and that I may stand upon your feet. You want to ask for wisdom and knowledge today. You tell the Lord to give you wisdom and knowledge so that you may function in the grace heaven has given you. You are created for a purpose. Business should begin to pray. Tell the Lord, give me wisdom and knowledge in my field. Give me insight in my business. In my business. Tell the Lord. Give me wisdom. Give me insight. In my career. Me among my contemporaries. Tell the Lord. The person you are married to. They must not live in. Fornication, fornication, sexual intercourse. You have not married. Tell the Lord, have mercy on me, cleanse me, Lord, and repent before God. If you are a victim of such, you cannot live in sin and expect grace to abound. If you are always having evil desires, wishing people evil, 
God can never prosper you. Because whatsoever a man soweth, that is what he will reap. If you are unforgiven, God will never forgive you. Make peace with God at this hour. And ask God for His mercy. Ask God for His mercy. Oh, sovereign Lord.